two. Down by a two, now they're out of timeouts. Down by a two. One, four, three left. Down two. Gets a shot off. Down by two. Yes, hello, hi, how are you? It's another episode of the Down By Two podcast brought to you by Cryer Media. Visit Cryer.co for all things Down By Two and sports related content and by our boys over at Yup Beer. Visit yupbeer.com to find a location near you now available in beer stores and grocery stores across Ontario. It's my last greenie, my last pill. Mm. So I'm going to suckle this down. Mm. crush that one yeah, can't wait to go back to the uh what is this the logger the loggers okay. the light loggers yeah those I'm, are my I, faves that's that's back up on the docket and of course we can't forget about our good friends over at indestructible uh visit indestructible online use promo code down by two for 15 percent off your next order uh nice yeah. i got Love got it. the beat got the beanie fresh from the shop yeah um, that's yeah. the way it rolls i think i modeled that one you sure did yeah. Your little, your little model boy, you. How's yeah. it going, man? How's good. it going? Have you been? Good, good, man. Good. How are you? Not bad, man. Not, not freaking bad. Um, we. Uh, did you have a good Halloween? Um. So I actually had plans to go to a party with Steph, and we were gonna be, we were gonna be Taylor Swift friendship bracelets. Oh, I thought you were gonna go with Travis Kelsey. You just no, 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 Kelsey Dude, That's way too. That's way that's, too stereotypical. But you're gonna go as a friendship bracelet, but yeah. Then. But she got a cold from when we went to the spaghetti disco uh, the weekend before. Excuse me, a spaghetti disco? Yeah, did I not tell you about this? No. Yeah, we no, went to you... a spaghetti disco. Okay. Where you eat spaghetti and then you dance to disco music. It was Do you unreal. put the spaghetti in a yeti when you go to the disco? They should. <laughs> they should get on that. They should really have <laughs> to go yetis for you to take on oh. the dance floor, dude. You know what's so funny Sorry, is. Sorry, yeah, walk me through this. When we were so when we were there, we were like both almost at the exact same time. We were like, we we're like Josh and Amanda would love this place. This yes. is such their vibe. Like they got the disco balls going. They're playing ABBA, and you've got a belly full of pasta. Mm-hmm. This sounds like my wedding. <laughs> it sounds literally sounds, sounds like, like my wedding. fucking wedding. Yes. And your bachelor party almost. You did gift me um, a Yeti full of spaghetti and and there yeah. was disco balls and ABBA. So yeah, that's It was crazy. unreal, but it spaghetti was uh, it was jam-packed and uh, she got sick. So we never ended up going to the party. Gotcha. Uh, but she made a TikTok about how to Ooh. make the friendship bracelet. Uh, and dude, it Thing pop up. off nice it's got over three million views right now dude i mean <laughs> it's not for nothing but like it's even not. our taylor their taylor swift episode shadow jody i mean who fucking killed yeah. it yeah that like that episode is one of our best performing episodes in months and it's it's because we're talking about taylor swift and travis kelsey and fucking why not because it is all that's taking over mainstream media and you know like everyone complains about like the nfl shoving taylor swift down their throats but it's just like man i don't know i'm fucking here for it too like i'm playing some wagers yeah, on not? what color she's wearing to the next game like yeah oh I yeah don't know. It's, it's so much fun or like and then a travis kelsey anytime touchdown just makes it that much more fun right yeah so yeah exactly uh, you get them all cheering for it i mean yeah i don't know uh we, we're digressing a bit but uh <laughs> i mean i dressed up as a cow i don't know that's <laughs> 
I just had a, I had a, I dressed up as a cash cow because all my bets hit all the time, right? So, oh, uh, <laughs> that's pure that's cap. Low. That's, that's pure. Low. Yeah, it's pure cap. Come that's, on. Uh, <laughs> I know you're a comedian, but you got you got better material than that. Come on. <laughs> oh man, it, we look. We uh, it was yeah. Just we do it for the kids, you know. Like for me now, I just love hanging out on the uh, on, on the porch and just chucking out candy and just. And just eating half the basket myself. Oh, yeah, too. same. Like, I love standing on my uh, balcony oh. on the sixth floor and just throwing candy over the side. Uh, the over, the odds on the over-under for a tummy <laughs> ache weren't that good because it, <laughs> it was in the minus for the over because I got a bit of a tummy ache from too many Kit Kats. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, Halloween's always fun. Um, Speaking of which, uh, our guest that we had on the show uh, posted some really cute fucking pictures of his kid in Halloween. We've been really looking forward to having this next guy on our show. Uh, It's been, I would say, a year in the making uh, almost. It's uh, he is uh, Cryer Media's own and director of operations of Cryer Media. And that's why I'm really excited to bring on our good friend Chris Rook onto the show. Rookie, how's it going? How are we doing tonight? What's going on, baby? How you been? Oh, you know, great. Just, um, you know, son's birthday on Halloween. Actually born on Halloween. Oh, no, no shit, hey. Oh, so wow. it's his birthday, birthday and Halloween. Happy birthday. Um, so he, uh, we had a big day of parties. Um, did a friend's party and a family party back to back. Yeah. I yeah. don't recommend doing that. Um, <laughs> why <laughs> you know it? Uh, well, my hair was uh brown before uh we started, and then at the end of it, yeah, back in the summer, yeah, I've got, yeah. a, I got a touch of gray, as yeah. uh, Jerry Garcia says. Um, <laughs> but it was great, you know, we we had the friends over, um, a bunch of my friends have kids, but we also invited the single guys as well. A bunch of my boys came, uh, extremely hungover, uh, yes. dressed as a hot dog, smelling like booze to a kid's party. Oh, and, just a uh, greasy dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was hilarious. Like, <laughs> it showed up and just immediately smelled like a brewery. And I'm like, dude, I love you so much. This is just great. <laughs> now, enjoy all these screaming children and this bouncy castle in this corner. Oh, man. <laughs> oh man, I, I I I feel that all too much because I mean we we don't have a kid and I think we're we're one of the few in our friend group uh, that 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 doesn't have a kid yet and uh, showing up to these one year old birthday par- parties just cripplingly hungover just like and, and it just it just walks oh, yeah. as soon as you walk in the room you and smell it's all, like beer and hot dogs as well oh yeah and it's all <laughs> the moms as soon as you walk in they're like oh hey Josh and then it's just like, <laughs> they're just you. judging and I'm like I will go right downstairs to the man cave and uh, just sit there until this kind of simmers down i'll go oh, toss a couple of kids there but aside from that yeah it yeah. just it made it like it was so funny just like the oh, sun the, my one buddy was dressed up as a hot dog in sunglasses and spilt a drink on himself and it looked like he pissed himself i'm like look at this guys the hot dog pissed himself oh man <laughs> five minutes into the party <laughs> i did not you know speaking of bets i didn't have a, the the 25 year old pissing himself before the kids Oh, yeah, <laughs> that hit hard. Hey, that yeah. hit hard. Oh, that man. was a big one. Parlay that with the bellyache and then you're good. Oh, man, that's, that's you're easy laughing. money. <laughs> man, that that is that is awesome. Um, Great. Uh, great to have you on as well. Really excited awesome. for what's going on with the network as well. And uh, like we've mentioned in our previous episode with the chance to be able to go down and uh, cover games in Orlando and be able to cover the magic and be credentialed with the NBA. There's a lot of fun stuff that's coming on. You're actually heading to Orlando before us uh, for a different reason, but you're you're bringing your kid down to Disney World, which is I mean, I thought that was going to be for us, but uh, I guess you can bring your kids. I, I know. I 
I asked my wife if I could bring you guys, and she just she said she wasn't on board. She looked up the magic schedule and saw that they were on a road trip. So that's, yeah, she's like, otherwise you know, she uh, would have been cool with it. Yeah, yeah. In the industry, it's called a, a site visit where I'm going. I'm going to scope out Orlando before mm. you guys get there to see mm. where you can broadcast. We appreciate uh, it. Yeah, you know, and the people watching that aren't really in with the biz. Yeah, yeah, that's that's amazing. So I'm yeah. going ahead of time for a site <laughs> for research. Um, exactly, man, that's that's great, uh, dude. Yeah, is there anything that you can tell us uh, that's coming up with the network that uh, you know listeners and viewers can be excited about? I mean, there's obviously like the stuff that we got going on as well, but there's so much talent and so many personalities across the network as well. Um, what's what's next on the docket? What's going on? Well, uh, today actually, I was exchanging some emails back and forth with the good people at the Canadian Football League about the Grey Cup. Yes. Yes, that's and correct. I, and I, I, them to, I messaged them to expedite the process about our credentials going. And I said, hey, guys, uh, I said, guys, listen, you know, we're, we're a very, um, <clears throat> we like to think ahead of Cryer Media. Uh, we like to plan our stuff out. So when are you guys going to be getting back to us with our credentials? Yes. And he's like, oh, like, what are you guys planning on doing? What do you want to do? Just let me know. We're looking at them now, but I think I got the Disney Fast Pass to get us those credentials. Please, yes, we we uh, pronto. This is Cryer Media we're talking about here. Okay, this is uh, yeah. look, like like we're excited to talk about the Blue Bombers and the Argos in the Great Cup because I mean, who else is it going to be? So I mean, oh. it's yeah, we're we're really really psyched to be able to um, you know uh, be down there as well. Mm -hmm. um, there's yeah, it's everything that we're doing when it comes to you know media coverage and you know all the events that you have been able to set up. Um, it, it's just uh, there, there's a lot to look forward to and to be excited about. Yeah, so the Grey Cup is a big one, but I'm really trying to get us in to see Carrie Underwood on Friday. So. Yeah, frost, Griff, Griff, mess Griff messaged me about that, and uh, I'm game. I'm game. I'm, I'm not oh, sure. I'm not yeah. sure what betting options there's going to be for Carrie Underwood, but uh, I mean, that's uh, it's it'll be fun. <laughs> is there is there there. a betting option for me to sleep on the couch when I go with the boys instead of my wife? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the odds aren't going to be that good. They're going to be, uh, yeah. it's going to be pretty not easy. great. Yeah. On the yes. Not great. But yeah, a lot of big stuff with the CFL coming up. We're just mm -hmm. chatting with them about kind of what we can do, what we're allowed to do, sort of some on field access stuff, obviously with the halftime show and yes. Green Day. So a little mm -hmm. bit of red tape to get through, but I feel like they, you know, Grace been doing a great job so far. Oh, and yeah. so have you guys. Yeah. And uh, I obviously they've seen all your reels and all the things you're doing. So I feel pretty good about it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then from there, the NBA and beyond, there's uh, there's a lot to be excited about around the network. So stay tuned oh, yeah. for a lot of our coverage, and uh, and uh, we'll actually be jumping into a little bit more about that with our new partnership with our boys down over at Bodog. But um, we're gonna keep this pretty Leaf centric here. We're gonna do uh, kind of a Leafs uh, pregame slash postgame reaction, and just overall breaking down the the Leafs as of now as they are going into tonight's matchup against the Boston Bruins, undefeated uh, in oh. regular time. In regular play, they have that one over overtime uh, loss. I believe it is. They have one overtime loss, right? They're eight zero and one. So yep. going up against the Leafs, five three and one. Um, let's let's break this down here. What are some areas of focus that um, you know kind of unsettle us a little bit? Because to me, uh, like initially, I just I just look at the goaltending situation. I mean, you look at you look at Wall, who was great on the road trip, obviously winning his three games, and then Samsonov. Um, dropping his two, uh, letting in three goals. I mean, it's not like he's getting blown out, but there is a lot of uncertainty when it comes to who is our number one goalie. And uh, from what used to be Samsonov, now as well, um, does that unsettle you, boys? 
where do we think, what do we think about that? Uh, I mean, if you want my opinion first, I think that's why you sign Samson off to one year, right? Like it, I don't know that they had full confidence in him to begin with. And I think they see wall as kind of the guy of the future, but it's like easing him into that role mm-hmm. that, you know, it, I think that's, that's kind of what's happening right now. Yeah. I think that, you know, you know, Samsonov was amazing last season, but you can kind of see some holes during the playoffs, which I think kind of gave Leaf fans a little bit of uncertainty. Like, yeah, he got injured at the end of the series and Wall came in and actually played pretty well. But, you know, Samsonov came in. He was supposed to be the starter. Wall was supposed to be the backup. He started the season, I think, with an 840 save percentage. And then they went to Wall, who, by the way, on this podcast, I'm coining his nickname, The Great Wall. Uh, I'm surprised so, that hasn't been done yet. That seems wall. like such a obvious it's, choice. It's right there. Yeah, it's right there. It's, right there. <laughs> it's, right there. <laughs> it's just take it and run with it. I love it. There it's it right there. And Toronto media decides to just ask about Ryan Reeves' Halloween pranks instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The depth of questioning from them is just insane. But, Maybe you know, I, I do. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I think that, you know, Wall he seems like he's got, he's relaxed. I feel like Samsonov kind of gets in those holes where it seems like he's got a little bit of the yips and he lets yeah. in like a couple of softies. And you know, like with goaltending, you let in those few softies, you get in your head. As we all know, goalies are a certain type of human being. Mm-hmm. But Wall just seems to be this like relaxed, chill guy, which is what you want an attendee. And I honestly think that in the coming weeks, he's going to be the number one and they're going to sort of squash whatever controversy there might be going back and forth. Cause like, this isn't the Red Wings. When you have Osgood and Hashik, you can just sub in and sub out. Mm-hmm. I think you need to give that goalie that designation that, yeah, you're one, yeah, you're two, to be able to get them to their full potential, in my opinion. It can't really be a 1A, 1B sort of situation anymore. I think you need to give a clear definitive, you are our main guy, and then... Um, the other one would be the backup, which I feel this leads to a lack of team chemistry altogether, whether or not, you know, there's been some issues. Jesse, you brought this up as well when it comes to the defense um, uh, rookie as well. You're talking about Ryan Reeves, how a lot of people are split on them. Is this, you know, the chemistry when it comes to goaltending and the uncertainty, is that leaking into team chemistry as well? I think so. Because it all starts from the net. It all goes from the back forwards. As yeah. we know, like Stanley Cup teams, uh, World Series teams, is defense. That's what wins the championship. So you, a goalie gets hot in the playoffs, you win. So it's from the crease out. So mm-hmm. I feel like you need stability there to sort of move forward with that. And, you know, the Leafs have always kind of had a suspect defense. Like, they haven't really had that guy. You know, no. they have Riley as their guy, but they haven't really had that dude who's like, you know, 6'4 and body checks and hammers a slap shot from the point. Like, he just has never been a Leafs defender. They kind of do the athletic build speedy short guy. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think jives in the playoffs. No. no. Do you, do, are you, are you uh bird? Are you, are, are you pro Reeves against Reeves? Are you like, cause it seems like there are people that are split. I mean, I think you have to, you have to look at him and kind of set your expectations at a certain level. Like he's not going to do anything for you offensively. He's there to set a tone where it's like, okay, you want to you want to bully the the rookies, you want to bully the superstars. Like, no, it's not happening today. And then you see, you watch some games like uh, against Florida, for example, 
and you think, oh, this is perfect. You know, like they absolutely crushed us in the playoffs and you have Reeves at the golf tournament being like, oh no, it's not going to happen on my watch. And then they come in there and bully the shit out of us and they don't have Sam Bennett. They don't have Gudis anymore. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, well, where was all that talk over the summer? Like that's, that to me is embarrassing. And it's like, well, isn't that the reason you got this guy? Like that kind of stuff bothers me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, that, it that's why we're me. paying you, bro. Like it, it feels like, I mean, I just haven't seen as much. Uh, I mean, just all like cohesiveness across the entire squad. And we look at the big four, you look at <laughs> the Muskoka four and, and just how like, it's been a lot of Tavares and Nylander picking up the slack and you're not really seeing as much from uh you know players like your favorite there bird mitch mm. marner um and there, there's just like and then being able to you know whether whether you're split on reeves or, or like the defense altogether like and then you look at the goaltending all all across the board there isn't a lot of chemistry and that doesn't like it, it like it you need to be able to find some cohesiveness this early in the season because I mean, look at Vegas. Look at the Vegas Knights. They are off to the fucking races. Look at Boston. They they're they are looking like they haven't even missed a beat. And like these are teams that are that have Stanley Cup aspirations in mind, just like the Leafs do. But like coming out the gates in the season, like at the beginning of the season. I, I don't feel very confident. I feel like it's a lot of the same stuff and you need to figure this stuff out a little bit earlier as opposed to in the latter part of the season. I don't know. I mean, five, three, I mean, sure. It, it's a little early to hit the panic button, but you want to see a little bit more spurts of cohesiveness as of this point. Am I wrong? I don't, I don't know. No, no, I, I agree. I think so. And I think that tonight's game against the Bruins is a big sort of test for the whole Reeves thing. Because Florida and Boston, those are those teams that are going to come in and just yes. try and bully you. So he's got to do something. But then that's, it's the problem, which I see a lot of people te teetering on the edge with him, is that you play on that edge, right? What tone, what edge are you going to set? Like, are you going to do a hit that puts you in the penalty box and then you go down one nothing? Are you going to, you know, fight somebody? So, like, they play on that edge, and I feel like Reeves has a tendency to go overboard a bit with like a hit from behind or a boarding call. That yeah. You, you try and set the tone and then you put your team on a penalty field. So it's tough. It's a real tough position to be in, but I personally love that signing because mm -hmm. they haven't had oh. that guy. Say, so, yeah, I love, I love never had that guy. Yeah. yeah. I've never had that guy. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like it's, I feel like it's good and it's going to, it takes time. Like you said, don't there's 82 games, right? I like yeah. this. This is a, a a transition as well, right? Like this this team is uh, they've they've got a different mindset from the Dubis teams, and yeah, uh, you know, you can't you can't just make that switch right away, right? So I think it's going to take some time to get used to that. It is it is a bit of a different style, right? More physical. It's not as much speed and skill. So, so Bert, are you putting that up? Are you talking that up? It's like, oh, they need a little bit more time uh, as to why like Mitch Marner is basically I, a ghost right now. <laughs> I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. Um, yeah, let's let's wait till 2030. Well, no, let's call it what it is. You hate Marner. And yeah, so, I hate him. Like, it, I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like his play style. I don't blame you, man. I don't like his play style. I don't think it's uh, suited for playoff hockey. And Nope. Uh, he has a tendency to just overplay the puck 
and it leads to a lot of giveaways, a lot of mistakes. And then like, sure. Uh, he racks up points. He's a great setup guy. That's, that's awesome. But like, man, like we need guys that can their, their game translates into playoff wins and like, he, he yeah he's a franchise icon at this point but i i gotta see some change man like i need something different and like a lot of people disagree with that and uh yeah i get a lot of hate for that take but like i totally I'm agree with you with man. It, man i agree with always you because it's like, it's like there's a, a veil of 100 points like a cloak that covers him where it's like he can do no wrong because he gets 100 points a season. But he's out of like position how, all the time. How can, you get, how can you get rid of a guy that gets 100 points a season? You just can't. But in the playoffs, like, you play for the playoffs. Like, that's how you win. And you just disappear and you get swallowed up by these guys because that elbow behind the net that is going to get called for elbowing in the regular season is not going to get called in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just you have – he's just not built for it. And I'm with you. Like, I saw some people talk about a change of scenery for him, but, like, how do you dump that? contract like it's just it's tough where where would you ship him what would you get for him what would you ask like i don't know you're never gonna get the appropriate return for a player like contract like, well the contract aside like the talent that would have to come back like it's net it's not gonna be equal like no you'd have to you'd send him to like a a team where he just makes so much money but his career would go to die like Anaheim or like somewhere where it's like, yeah, you're going to be the highest paid guy, but you're not paying me playing meaningful hockey ever. Let's not talk shit about Anaheim. Cause I'm trying to get media credentials. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> so Sorry, Anaheim. Don't watch this episode. Uh, I love the mighty ducks. I love Disney. <laughs> well, I, I mean, with them. that being said with, with the game going on right now, I mean, look, I, I, I took Boston to, to, to uh, win on the money line. Um, I'll take Nylander on the on the shots, uh, but we're actually going to uh, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about our segment for the rest of the weekend and all the different games that are coming up um, as we are kind of dabbling in a couple different leagues here. But it is DB2 bets uh, brought to you by our friends over at Bodog. Uh, visit the link that you see in the comments, in the in the episode description, scan that QR code. The link is everywhere. You click on that link, you create a free account, and you drop 20 buck in. When you drop 20 buck in, we throw another 20 buck in. And it's the same with any amount that you put in. We believe in you, so we double down on you. So, so again, a 100% sign-up bonus, uh, but please make sure you bet responsibly. Uh, I love I love that we have to say that at the end. Please gamble responsibly, but uh, <laughs> spend some money, just not too much. Um, that's, <laughs> I just guess, stick uh, to your standard unit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but we got some picks here before uh, we take a break for the uh, – first half of the game here. Um, and I'm going to start off with, uh, we got a couple NFL picks and a couple NHL picks, um, uh, but I'm going to start off with my pick of the weekend. And uh, I'd like to get your, uh, your take on this here, Rook. Uh, I'm going with the Tyreek anytime touchdown. That's minus minus one thirty. Again, those odds are on Bodog. Um, it's, it's the chiefs and the dolphins in Germany. So we got a nine 30 AM <laughs> game. Wow. Yes. Love, all right. Love playing love. in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, I love 9:30 a.m. Really trying to Don't grow get... the sport. Yeah, <laughs> in, in in Deutschland. Um, but like, look, it's 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 it, it will play a factor on the game. I mean, I, I would be tempting to probably look at the under for this, but Tyreek Hill has scored a touchdown, if not two, uh, every week this year, except for 
against the Bills, I believe, where they lost that game. He didn't score yeah. touchdown. So the fact that it's still at uh, minus 30 or minus 130 is is pretty decent. I mean, uh, look, this is a revenge game for Tyreek against his former squad. So for him to be able to score an anytime touchdown, I think that's I think that's good. But does the fact that they're playing overseas in Germany, a lot of players hate playing overseas. Um, do you think this is risky, Brooke? Nope. I do not think it's risky. Uh, I had a friend go see the Dolphins, massive Dolphins fan, yeah. went to go see them. And he literally said, that man is always open. It doesn't matter what the team is, who's covering him. He is open every single play. It just is a matter of <laughs> every single Tua, motherfucking play. <laughs> Tua finds him. Yeah. So I think I think he's coming in motivated. He wants to prove something. Like I would go as far as to say touchdown and probably over a hundred yards receiving because he's just gonna he want like it's you said it's the added factor. I yeah. don't see that there's any risk here because you have the storyline factor of this revenge game. It had to be played in fucking germany like oh. <laughs> couldn't this be an arrowhead or couldn't this be in miami like ah whatever it's no, fine. <laughs> no to the i game. love it i get it yeah anytime touchdown minus 130 again you can find those odds over on bodog so um why don't we actually get that qr code so we can uh scan that guy again there it is boom just off on the side bodog scan boom. that anytime um bird you got a Yo. pretty interesting pick here uh we're gonna switch over to puck for yours, and uh, yes. we're ta- we're taking Sabers money line plus one fifty five for the Saturday matchup against the Leafs at Scotia Bank. Talk to me, Bird. What are um, we thinking here? Yeah, I just um, what is it, Sabers? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, what am I picking? <laughs> Did I make um, that pick? <laughs> yeah. No. 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 I'm I'm cool with that. Um. Yeah, no, I just feel like the Sabres always have the Leafs number, man. Like, any time I've watched them play each other, I feel like the Leafs just get their ass handed to them. So, yep. uh, I, I don't know. That's an easy pick for me because the Leafs are heavily favored from Vegas and, like, pretty much any book that yeah. has them. Um, yeah. The Sabres so have been playing this is, this decent. Is good money. Um, yeah. Good return. I think it's a it's a pretty safe one. Uh, it is a back-to-back. That's the only thing that scares me about it. And where it, where do the Sabers play on Friday? Where? Um, is it like a big travel day for them? That is a good point. Let me just look that up real quick. I know. Oh no, they're, just, no, they're coming from Philly. That's Philly, Philly. Yep. Yeah. So it also depends who's in net. Um, there is not a confirmed starter for tomorrow, so. If it's Devin Levi, then I'm a Ooh. little worried. But I think it. I think Devin Levi will get the game tomorrow because it's an easier game against the Flyers, and yeah. he's he's the younger goaltender. He's com- coming off the injury as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure 6K is going to get the game against the Leafs, and he's yeah. he's a little bit older. He's a little bit more seasoned. Puka um, Pekarini. Yeah. However yeah. you say that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he's the, uh, he's the more seasoned guy. I, I like him better in that. So, um, yeah, I'm going with, uh, Sabres money line on Saturday. Yeah. No, I like that. that. Yeah. I mean, Hey, it's, uh, <laughs> if the Leafs don't smarten up, I mean, if they drop tonight in Boston and then, uh, come back and lose, I mean, you're looking at a 500 team there and, uh, you're right down there with Montreal at the bottom of the division. So plus their offense has looked anemic the last couple of games. So I just like, I need and, to see something. 
Yeah. And it's the same thing. You can even loop the Sabres in with your Bruins and Panthers. They have some big bodies on that team that play mm-hmm. kind of that crash and bang style, which the Leafs, like if the Leafs, when the Leafs have a skill off against like a Tampa Bay or somebody with the same kind of players, it's fine. But when they run into those teams that play yeah. that different style, it's bang and generally yeah. not a good thing. Yep. And like, so look, I love that. that decor on, on Buffalo, <laughs> man. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, Dude. So jealous, <laughs> man. Uh, it's uh yeah. I mean, would you, I'd be say, I'd be pretty safe with taking the over on that too, with the six and a half. I mean, depending yeah. on who we put in that, I mean, True. It'd, it'd probably be wall. I, I would assume because Samsonov got the start tonight. So mm. um, yeah, I mean, six and a half, that, that could be uh that could be a pretty good over uh, that I, that I'd probably take a little sprinkle on as well, but yeah, I love little it. Sabres money line. Parfait. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, prove like prove us wrong. Prove us wrong, Leafs. I I for, for real tonight. I had I had the Leafs money line, and then at six or uh, seven twenty eight, I changed it over to the Bruins. I saw that. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, you know, I love that. Go fuck yourself, Slate Maple Leafs. I guess I don't know. Like it's just like <laughs> look. Uh, the only safe bet with the Leafs are are the are the shots on goal overs. Like that's oh that's yeah really yep. like if you're looking at Matthews, you look at Nylander, shots on goal. That's uh, that's that's really what's safe. Um, yep. Moving right along, bouncing back over to the gridiron, we're going with Rook's pick, Rookie. Talk to me about the brotherly shove and uh, and why you're taking this for obvious reasons. I'm assuming. Uh yeah. Like I like I said, when we've talked, Josh, uh, there's only a couple guarantees in life. Uh, it's death, <laughs> it's taxes, and it's the tush push working on fourth down and on the goal line. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but Jalen Hurts squats like 385 pounds. It's insane. Yeah. And it's, a it's just, it's, it's one of those things where, yeah, like with football, it's, it, it's like Connor McDavid scoring a goal last season or Christian McCaffrey getting a touchdown this season. It's one of those bets where it's like, how are you still offering this? Because you know, when the Eagles get to the goal line, they're doing, which they, they will. The other, team, the other team knows what they're doing. They know what they're doing. And they can't stop it. Oh yeah, no, they'll take AJ Brown down at like the five yard line, and then uh, and then make DeAndre Swift run maybe another three yards, and then they'll get it to the two, and it'll be a touch push. They'll do it on the yep. third down. It doesn't matter. Like it's, it's uh, a, it it's is a lock. They'll do it on they'll do it on fourth down with five yards to go on their own thirty. Like they don't care. Like no, they, it's 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 automatic every time. And uh, do you honestly think the league will? ban this for safety reasons uh next season probably because the nfl as we know is the no fun league and it's it's so like it's so automatic that i'm sure other general managers have complained people have complained how are they do this it's a rugby play is what i've heard but did you see the other did you see the other day where um they were lined up for the tush push but then they uh bled bled left and still got the touchdown like of course. It, because, so what, they're going to they ban that too? Like, I don't... That's what like, I'm saying. You know what? It would be a shame. Play. It's a football It's a rugby play, play but it's... Yeah. Stop it, then. And do you, everybody can do it. It's not like the Eagles have a patent on this play. Everybody can do it. Other teams have tried. They just don't have a QB who squats 380 pounds and can get across the line every single time. That's insane. And That's insane. You know, the only way I see them, you know, looking into banning it is if like a Jason Kelsey tears an ACL or a, a quarterback goes to do it and, you know, tears something is gone for the season. 
then they're going to be like, oh, well, you know, our bottom line, because Josh Allen's knee blew out on this tush push. And we got to look into this because people are, because the other, the defenses, I was listening to a, a podcast the other day and uh, X player um, was talking about, it. he's like, listen, you dive at the lineman's knees. So the linebackers are one-on-one with the quarterback. Yeah. You just dive right at their knees. And he's like, I'm not trying to end careers here, but I'm saying that's how you stop it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, it, it, it was stopped. It was stopped last week against, uh, against Washington. So, I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, it's, it, it, it can be done, uh, as just the entire, the, uh, the other, the other teams in the league have not figured out a way to do that yet. So, um, and not to know, mention I, they're playing the Cowboys. They're playing, they're playing the Cowboys. I, I mean, it, it, that's why like this, this is, that's why minus one Oh six, usually this would be a minus minus one twenty, but minus one Oh six is against that, that Cowboys D. So they're obviously, um, you know, uh, adjusting for that. But I, I mean, Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, those are the two anytime touchdown scores that have been making me bank over the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely down for it. Uh, but with that being said, we're going to tune into the Leafs game and come back and give you our thoughts post game as well. Uh, so looking forward to, uh, chatting with you guys when we get back. Until then, cheers. One more time for Chris Rook, everybody. Thanks so much for jumping on the show. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Well, there it is. Uh, Leafs loss on the road uh, as they fall to the Bruins in the shootout. Final score, 3-2. Um, yeah, I mean... What are your what are your what are your thoughts on this? I mean, it's it's a lot of what we talked about. I mean, Samsonov had a pretty good game, but at the end of it, ran out of steam. Um, but yeah, I mean, aside from the second period where it looked like the Bruins were about to run away with everything, um, that's when they got a couple quick goals and tied it up, and uh, from there weren't able to put together any more offense. Um, I mean, you look at Nylander with uh, seven shots on goal. Um, again, it's, it's, it's players like him that are stepping up Marner sure getting a goal extends his point streak to five. But then again, it's like that cloak that we were talking about where it's, you know, it's yeah, sure points, but you know, some, some lapses that, that lead to other opportunities. I don't know, bird. I mean, like it's getting late. Let's, 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 let's talk about this. What are your thoughts on the game? Um, I mean, it looked pretty sloppy, in my opinion, like Mitch's goal, I think that was like pretty lucky. It looked like it bounced off of a Bruins stick and yeah. deflected in. And like, yeah, sure, a goal is a goal, but we need to see more of that, like more shots on the net. He's got a shot and he just like doesn't use it. You know, he's a he's yeah. more of a pass first kind of guy. So um just want to see more of that. Um and just more like defensive responsibility like the the defensive exactly. play in our own end is just like so bad like Klingberg is brutal man <laughs> so brutal you yeah. should just be a forward honestly like the, the <laughs> title defenseman is pretty misleading but yeah no um, kidding no yeah I don't know it, like they tied it up and you know they were lucky to to get that far honestly like it seemed like two really quick lucky goals right like they were they were like what a minute apart or something like that so it just i don't know it didn't really seem like they were really like putting the pressure on the bruins at all it just 
which is hilarious. To, I like, think Sammy actually kept us in that game. Sammy kept us in, but you listen to the announcers and they're talking like, man, if it wasn't for Swayman and and some of like, there's a bunch of opportunities that the Leafs had. If it wasn't for Swayman's outstanding goaltending, this could have been a, a three, two, four, two, five, two game. And I'm like, uh, sure. But he did have the one up. crazy save. Yeah. Uh, where I think it like, it like the puck slid up his, uh, his stick and o- over the net because mm-hmm. that that was a goal all day but oh yeah oh big time i think my, it might have been jt that got the shot off and he was right in front of an open net and he like just got his stick in the way that was yeah. pretty crazy but i mean look at the end of the like it, th- this could have totally been a, a much more lopsided game in boston's favor like this might have not gone to a shootout um, but you see, at the end of the game, like Samsonov, great game. Uh, again, just uh, you know, just just falling short. It, it seems like the Leafs can't produce when when he's in net. But he ran out of steam at the end of the game. Uh, something that we forgot to mention off the top of the show was um, uh, was the suspension to McAvoy. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Right. So they're down their top defenseman. Um, mm-hmm. It's it, like, and there's injuries that they have to their roster as well. That like, man, it, it, this, this is, this was their chance to, to come in and actually, you know, uh, make themselves like establish their presence and, you know, make themselves known and, and be able to be aggressive as well. It just, <laughs> and other than that spurt with those quick goals in, in the second, it was, uh, maybe you know, and that's the thing is there there'll be people that watch this and listen to this, and they'd be like, "Oh, you're being way too fucking tough on the Leafs." Like they, we talk about they played great and stuff, and we just lost in the shootout. It's like no, it's 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 not that. Like you have to be realistic when it comes to the squad, and it just it, it, nothing stood out about this about this game. Like it looked like it was about to be over if they didn't get those two quick goals. So. Mm-hmm. Again, now they drop that. They fall to five and four in the season, five, four, and one. And then, you know, if your bet stands on Saturday, and you know, honestly, like the Sabres, <laughs> they're they're looking tough. I mean, they're looking tafe, yeah. but in like a scary way, like not not down tafe, but like they are looking tafe. Sabres uh, kind of remind me of the Bruins a little bit. How they play, yes, the big yes. bodies and a lot of talented goal scorers, like. It's not going to be easy, man. These guys, uh, no, you know they no. they, they got to come out firing on all cylinders on Saturday if they have, want a chance to to t- come away with two points. Well, I mean, like, take the take the Sabers um, uh, to today. I guess by the time this comes out, take them against the Flyers and take them against the Leafs. I mean, the Sabers look like they could uh, scoop up a couple back to back. I mean. At the end of the day, this is uh, this is this is a tough one. Um, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a, a good matchup, but like again, Boston has the edge. Um, and um, shout out to my um, to, to my boss Nick, who was actually at the game tonight. Uh, sorry, you had to see that live. Um, <laughs> he had some incredible seats to the game too. Um, but yeah, uh, at least uh, I mean, there's, there's not much more you can say. I mean, on to the next. It was. Uh, about what we thought was going to happen, mm-hmm. and they 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 were they were exactly uh, as we had predicted, and we took the Bruins on the money line. We we took Nylander on the over three and a half shots, and yeah, that was both it. So um, 
I mean, minus my, uh, I mean, if you're going to add in my, my cheeky Zaka goal, uh, other than that, that's, uh, <laughs> Hey, I mean, you could also add in like, uh, Nylander over 0.5 points. If that's still available, like just keep riding. It, it, it is, it but, dies, but it's like a minus you know? Minus two fifty or something. Uh, like you, 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 it's uh, it's starting to get it's starting yeah. to get uh, pointless now, right? Oh, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and with that, we're that's it. We're stopping it here. We're stop. We're <laughs> ended on a shitty pun. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Uh, make sure you do all the good stuff. Uh, like, share, subscribe, shoot us a DM, give us a kiss on the cheek, all that good stuff. And don't forget to create your Bodog account and take advantage of our sweet, sweet sign-up bonus of 100% down on your initial deposit. But for Josh, Elijah, Jesse McKay, and one more time for our good pal, Chris Rook, Director of Operations from Cryer Media. Thank you so much. We'll be back next week uh, with more coverage on the NBA and Toronto sports all around. Thank you guys so much. Talk to you soon. Peace. Jeff Woods and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.